This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. Thank uh, you. What is your name? I'm AJ Herbert from AJ. Sevierville, Tennessee. All right. And what is your role in the line dance community? What is your primary role, would you say? My primary role has been setting up uh, line dance in Colorado and establishing the Pikes Peak Line Dancer Bust event 16 years ago. Mm. That's what my husband and I have done. Mm. What can you tell me about this event that we've been enjoying for the last few days? Well, what's different about this event is that it's always been a party more than really super skilled dance instruction. We have great instructors here. They come every other year. Joe Thompson Zemanski and John Robinson were the first two. They're the anchor people. They've been here all 17 years. And it's just been an amazing family reunion every year to come and dance. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, uh, this is my first year back. My husband and I retired last year and moved to Tennessee after 22 years out here. And it's my first year back as an instructor here. So you should know I really enjoyed it more because I didn't have to work behind the scenes. It was very cool. And David and Cheryl Bingham just did an amazing job picking up the torch and running with it. We, I, we couldn't have asked for anything better for the legacy here, hmm. nothing at all. What led to its creation? Uh, how did you come, come uh, up with the idea for it? Well, actually back in, um, when we started this in 2000, there had been a couple of very small day events up in Denver and down in Pueblo. And they decided they didn't want to do it anymore. And quite frankly, several people said, AJ, you've got to start one, you've got to start one. And I'm like, no, no. But then I started thinking of, wow, wouldn't it be great to be able to get everybody together once a year, like all the other workshops we had been to, because we had been going out a lot and competing. We did a lot of choreography competing way back in the old days, in the late 90s. And, you know, the first year we had, I think, 64 people showed up. We had John Robinson and Joe, and it just grew from there. It just grew from there. And it's a dream we had to be able to have this family here together in Colorado and broaden their horizons for other instructors throughout the world to come and be with us. What would you say lends to the, uh, the, adi- the um, uh, attitude or ambiance of this event? Like, is it the mountains? Is it something that you guys do specifically uh, with the, the schedule or the choice of instructors? What's the special sauce? Actually, Chris, you really kind of named everything. This area is just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful place to be. It's great to come here and stay a couple of days either way, see our gorgeous Pikes Peak Mountain where America the Beautiful was written. Um, Yes, it was written at the top of Pikes Peak. She penned it right up there. Hmm. And um, And we always have had a very patriotic theme. The group of people who come here were just, you know, basic people who love to dance. We love our country. And that was just always the heart of everything. And and Dave and Cheryl are continuing the tradition of, it's about the attendees and the instructors. Hmm. It's not about us. It's about everybody coming here and enjoying themselves. And they're continuing the great tradition we actually take, uh, and they, they have taken the comment cards every year 
and actually use them to have the attendees change and improve and build on what we do better. And we've had some instructors that um, are more of the um, advanced instructors, and we love them. We go see them at other places, but we've always tried to focus on growing dancers, mm. getting those beginners in and having them grow and go back and be instructors. It's like Dave and Cheryl. Scott and I started teaching them six, seven years ago at their church. Mm. We just had a little line dance class. And now here they are, seven years later, they've taken over our classes here in the Springs, they've taken over the event, and they're just doing such a wonderful job. And so, um, and I learned a lot of that about growing dancers from John Robinson and Joe Zemanski. Um, they're just, they've been so instrumental uh, and friends for so long. And you just have to listen to what people want. It's not what you want. It's not how well you can dance and show off, um, but it's about what they want. And it's about the instructors coming to party too mm -hmm. and having a good time. So that's what I think is some of the, to all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, <laughs> onions, sesame seed bun. <laughs> all right, and how do you interest and keep beginners? For places that are having trouble with that in, in their own scene. Ah, and, and I know a bit about that mm -hmm. because I'm also a certified group exercise instructor. Mm -hmm. And I also work with seniors a bit. I'm certified to work with them. In fact, I'm really excited. We have this new program coming out. We have wheelchair line dancing. We have senior line dancing. But based on, and my mom's in assisted living now, we've kind of forgotten the walker people with the walkers. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, put some things together, work with Joe on and off, because we forget those guys. But back to the beginners. The key with the beginners is to say, you know what? You don't have to be perfect. This is not about you learning to perform a dance. It's about you learning to come on out here and laughing with us and having fun. Mm -hmm. And one thing I learned a long time ago, especially from John Robinson, when we as instructors make a mistake when we're teaching, it's one of the best things you can do because those beginners go, well, if they make a mistake, it must be okay. And that's really the key. You don't intimidate them and make them feel like they have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And the second biggest thing is give them alternatives to steps, okay? Don't tell them you must learn how to do a one and a half turn or you're never gonna be an intermediate dancer. Let them walk because the line dance community I'm happy to see young people coming in like you, but collectively we've been getting older and doing the hip-hop moves and the double spins. You know, we can still do it, but it hurts. So, but that's the key with beginners. Let them know it's okay just to have fun. Mm -hmm. It's not there to be perfect. So. How do you advertise? Like, what do you... What do you tell people to expect when they go to a line dance class or event? Because, I mean, we have things like these, the, the line dance family yes, and all that, but that's yeah. the sort of thing you don't really know about right, on your first until visit. Right, you come. Right. In fact, here's a funny thing. I was just having a conversation with one of our local dancers, and he, I, I asked him why he hadn't come to the event. He's only been dancing with the group here for a year. And I said, I didn't see you here. He said, well, I just can't learn from these guys because I have to have a step sheet and go very slow, and it's just too much. And I said, I won't say his name, 
But I said, you know, that's not what it's about. It's about coming here, being exposed to the dances, so that five times out of 10, you say, oh, I heard that music and I saw that dance. I need to tell my teacher to do that. And that's a lot of what we promoted over the years, the entire volunteer organization here, which are beautiful people. Um, it's not a place where you're gonna feel like you have to learn everything and if you don't, you need to sit down. It's all about coming here and just being exposed to it. And you know, it's okay. And if you don't like it, don't, don't come back. It's okay. But we haven't had anybody say that yet. <laughs> but that's what it's about. You grow those beginners, you'll keep line dancing going. Are there any classic beginner dances that you've found historically to be successful in keeping people interested? You know, there are so many, and that's part of the thing we're lucky with in Colorado. We still have some really successful, in the Springs and in Denver, country western bars. Mm. Yes, and so they do the old classic, just the bar dances, Red Roper, Tush Push, you know, all the old kind of things that we do, even Cotton Eye Joe. Mm -hmm. And so those guys um, are really the basis for some of the people, how we have met them, to get them into line dancing. In fact, I saw two of our uh, local military guys here this weekend. They've never done anything but the bar dances. And so coming to our classes, they finally came to a workshop and they're like, whoa, it doesn't have to be all country, woo! Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really what it's about. So people want to dance. They don't want to necessarily learn how to dance. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you gotta trick them into, yeah, well you're doing the dance, mm -hmm. so, but that's really, and then they aren't intimidated anymore. Mm -hmm. Once they can do a few, mm -hmm. then they'll learn how to dance. And they'll grow up and take over events so you can retire to Tennessee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is your teaching method, would you say? Like when you start a lesson uh, from beginning to end, mm -hmm. what, what is it that you do? And where, where did you learn to, um, to apply that method? Gosh, well, I've been dancing forever. Mm -hmm. And I've been a, um, a corporate instructor for a long time mm -hmm. in my previous life. So teaching has always been very near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is that I like to start lessons and I trick people into, because I'm that exercise, certified exercise instructor, into warming up, getting to the big muscles, and then cooling down. So we structure the lesson so there's an easy dance. They don't know they're warming up. I trick them all the time. <laughs> I do. And then really get that, you know, heart rate going. You're getting your max heart rate and doing some aerobic. And then at the end, you have to cool down. But teaching a dance from beginning to end, it depends on the dance. And it depends on the audience. Mm -hmm. I think one thing instructors... Um, not these beautiful professional guys here, but um, instructors forget that every class is different, every audience is different, made up of different people. And if they're a group that are 95% can do an intermediate dance, you rush through and say, okay, fine right, fine left, you know, triple forward, coaster step. 
But if it's those babies, we did a lot of fundraising, so we would go to events and weddings, and they wanted the basics taught. So you have to say side behind side. I, Chris, I don't think there is a set formula. Mm -hmm. I think we as instructors have to learn to read our people, mm -hmm. see what they want, and also don't teach them the answers they don't want to know. Right. I really, that's, that's just kind of my philosophy. What are some of your dances that you're especially proud of? You mentioned choreography earlier. Oh, yeah, we've done. There was one called Lost in the Music um, that won an award in Vegas. That's, Ooh. yeah, well, I mean, you know, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> we did a bunch um, early on with, uh, we were absolutely terrified of competing. But again, the people here encouraged us to. Um, Lost in the Music was a really great one. Um, I, I like this new one that we did in the living years because it's by Mike and the Mechanics and it means so much to me because it taught, I'm dealing with my elderly parents and it, it just, um, it, it, the words mean a lot. Um, there's a great one and my husband and I, we've been married 21 years now, I think, don't tell him I said that, <laughs> um, but uh, don't give up on me and it's to a country song, don't give up on me about you know, the couple going to find each other. But we also do some very um, fast, crazy things. And I didn't know you were going to ask me that. So I'm just going, okay, those are three I thought of for now. Okay. But we had a couple of dozen out there and can't get in copper dog. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Right. Now, if you were able to send a message out to all the line dancers of the world, mm -hmm. whether it's the, you know, the DJs, instructors, choreographers, uh, event managers, venue owners, and then the dancers themselves, is there anything that you would like to put out there, whether it's something for them to think about or something for them to do, uh, or maybe just you know a, a few words of wisdom, what would you want to share with all of those people listening right now? Absolutely, and I'm so glad you asked me that question. Um, it is okay to be serious about dancing, hmm. okay? However, comma, the big comma behind that, remember to have fun with it because that's what it's all about. The DJs, the instructors, the event directors, the attendees, the purpose is to find your personal joy of the dance and have fun with it. And remember, that's what it's about, and that just because you've been dancing 20 years, 20 years ago, you're just like that person coming to you going, Gosh, I'm so afraid I don't know what to do. Remember those people and the people who helped you and you become that person to bring them along and share that with them also so they can find their joy. I like that a lot. If people had questions for you, any follow-up questions or just they want to give you a, a hello through the Internet, what would be the best way to contact you? The best way now is um, I would say use email right mm -hmm. now. And the email is A-J-L-U-V, the number two, D-A-N-S, that's A-J-Love-2-Dance, mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Okay. And that's really the best way to do that now. We haven't done a website since we retired, so, you know, we just take it easy. <laughs> and one final question. Sure. What, what dance would you recommend that everyone learn right now? Classic, yeah. modern, everyone anything. Everyone learn right now. I'm free. Mm. by Ray Sarleman. It is just the most fun and the song itself. Where else can you say, I'm beautiful and I'm magical and I'm me? Mm -hmm. I would recommend that right now. 
Great. All right. Well, thank you so much for sitting oh, down Chris, and taking the you. time. It's so great to meet you. And uh, I'm sure there are many people out there at the end of this event who are looking to, to give you hugs and smooches as well. So um, I'll, I'll let you get off to them. Thank you. And thank uh, you. until next time, we, uh, we'll see you on the dance floor. You got it. <laughs>